blessed ones. I'm back. AB1 Studio presents. Welcome to the pod. You are now in the player. Episode twenty seven. Of the In The Blair Podcast Thank you listeners Thank you new subscribers I am your host Blair, your cancer care bear And like the intro say You are in the vibe Happy birthday hip hop I'm going to get right into it. This is not a history lesson, but I do want to shout out DJ Cool Herc and Coke LaRock, the founding fathers of hip-hop. It all started in the Bronx 48 years ago, and I just wanted to have a moment. To appreciate those gentlemen because I was born in 87 and I don't always do my due diligence but I do know hip hop was founded in the Bronx in 73 and I did want to acknowledge that you know my first introduction to hip hop might have been in the early 90s you know still so sheltered and isolated and you know my Christian family circle you know but you know just being like a movie buff you know I was able to really get an idea what the culture was about watching movies like Beat Street and House Party and You know, even then, I still wasn't, like, really, really a hip-hop connoisseur, hip-hop fan. You know, I used to love the music. I thought it was pretty cool, you know, when Kid and Play would, you know, they was freestyling. They was doing the dance, like, the the two-kick step step kicks dance, um, something that me and my brother is still trying to learn to do to this day. Because it just takes a lot of precision and a lot of practice. So, you know, I just wanted to highlight that factor when I really became a fan. And I think I mentioned this on several episodes of in the Blair podcast. It might have been on my other podcast, but it was really back when I heard Fabulous and Little Mo, Superwoman. And that's when I became like a. Uh, like a you know I started getting a little familiar like in 99 maybe even before that but that's just what I remember so at that time I was 12 at that time I was I knew more like I knew the Tupac's I knew the LL's you know I knew the NWA's but Fabulous 
was really the rapper who I was like, yo, okay, this is like my first favorite rapper. And, you know, as I did, started to do my due diligence, it became LL, you know, guys like Cube. And again, like I said, it was just more of the movies. I was more familiar with the movies. You know, Boys in the Hood, House Party, um, you know, d- I, what I, I, what do I think? Um, oh man, what else? Fridays. Um, j- just it's so many class, so many hood classics. That's part of the poetic justice. You know what I'm saying? You know, juice all these hip hop films, belly, and it was just you know it became, you know I became part of that culture as I got older. Now. At one point, you know, just being a young kid, watching these movies, you know, I was, it was violent. It was I wasn't allowed to really watch them, you know, but I did. And it's just these movies still stand the test of time today. You know, the hood, the hood ain't going to change. The streets ain't going to change. You know, as the culture continues to shift and is now the number one music genre in the world, it has become pop culture. So, you know, with the elements like MCing, breaking, graffiti, beatboxing, DJing, and I'm not even necessarily 100% sure if beatboxing is considered one of the elements of hip hop. You know, R.I.P. to Biz Marquee, who had passed just a few weeks ago. Um... As a fan, as a listener, you know, this is definitely one of these days that, you know, I want to appreciate it, appreciate this day, you know, and as someone who is, you know, constantly, you know, oftentimes right, I consider myself an artist, I don't want to consider myself a hip hop artist, but I do consider myself an artist, you know, I do, uh, I rap. I write raps, I rhyme, I do all that stuff, but it's not necessarily part of, you know, hip-hop. But, you know, I do want to share with you some of the, some of the influences, some of the influences that I had growing up. You know, even me now being 34, you see, see, hip-hop is only... You know, 14 years older than me. Yeah, 14 14 years older than me. And I always try to correlate, you know, hey, there's a generation. So me being born in 87, and like I said, it wasn't until really like the late 90s when I became like big, big fan. It was, you know, I had influences. Like I said, Kid and Play is always going to be kind of like inevitable, you know, because I'm still like that movie buff, but you know, I have guys like L, you know, have guys like Cube, because these guys are still like the OGs who are still consistently putting out work, still doing things, and who has transcended what outside of music, and then, you know, guys like Jay and Nas, two of the, they're pretty much on everybody's top five, even the OGs, even the Pioneers. They're, they're, those two are still like similar, like 
on um, the top five. You know, Tupac, rest in peace. And, you know, he. this is a guy, this is an, uh, this man, rest in peace, is because he did so much for the culture that is still touching people to this day. And it's been like over 20 years, 25 years, you know, like, like, and like I mentioned before, you know, I love Biggie, but you know, I didn't listen to him as much as I listened to Pop, as much as I listened to now, as much as I listened to Jay. I respect his influence. And yes, I do think he's one of the greats, but like I said, he's not, um, like, he's not like, you know, one of my favorite, you know, because I'll be fair. I wasn't really listening to him like that. But, you know, I, I listen to them. But, again, it's certain artists, certain rappers that I, you know, I listen to. There's a lot of rappers, a lot of musicians out there that's, you know, that influenced me, that touched me. And it's just not fair to name everyone. I can't name every single person. So that's why I say even to that, no. But, like I said, I, I respect Big. I guess I think he's one of the greatest. But, like I said, he's not, you know, like... I can't say he's one of my favorite because I don't listen to him enough. That's kind of the same way I feel about what Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? One of the best hip hop groups ever. You know they deep, they 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 mad deep, mob deep. You know, rest in peace, prodigy. But you know, like I said, I'm young, '80s baby hip-hop head who didn't really get into it as early as some of, you know, some of my friends may have, and, you know, because, again, I was sheltered, in a sense, was I was outside, but I was, you know, I wasn't really listening to rap like that, you know, I remember MTV raps, I remember when it was hardly any, you know, rap on television, you know, but MTV, that was, that used to be that station. You know, they didn't have Rap City, The Basement, 106 and Park back then. They had, you know, MTV Raps. Um, Yo, MTV Raps with Dr. Dre and Ed Lover. And, you know, movies like Ride. That's another movie. Ride, one of my favorite hip-hop movies. Um, You know, with Malik Yoba. You know, Uncle Luke. You know, Fredro Starr and um, Sticky Fingers of Onyx. You know, had Lady of Rage up there. Um... I mean, the list goes on, you know what I'm saying? So, so many people that I can name. Um, but like I said, it's it's hip-hop's birthday. And I just wanted to celebrate it. You know, this episode is dedicated to the culture. So, I will be addressing certain things um, when it comes to... You know, hip-hop. But before I do that, I do want to say thank you all for the who's who have been listening, who have been subscribing, who has been sharing. It's not much, but those little bit of numbers that I do have, I do appreciate those. I am grateful for those because, again, there's a million people Billions of people doing podcasts, doing music, doing something of the same thing. And just even listening to five minutes of me 
is appreciated. So y'all are not taken for granted. So thank you, listeners, fans, subscribers, anybody. Um, I try to be a little more consistent, but life has really just been been eating me up for real. You know what I'm saying? You know, the COVID is still out here. The vaccination is really, they really pressing people on the vaccination. And I'll leave that for another time. I'm, you know, it's just been draining. But, you know, I do want to, I do want to say something to those who are listening. That Dipset and LOX versus, which happened last week, still being talked about. Man, that was good, man. That was such a crazy, crazy, crazy uh versus, man. Like I didn't, I didn't see the Jada Kiss and Fabs versus. There's a lot of my missed. Like I said, you know, it's so much going on. You know, we can't do everything. You know what I'm saying? But Jada Kiss, man, he 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 stole the show. And you know, like I said, Jada Kiss is another guy. You know, top ten. You know, he would say top five that a lot. But for me, like I said, he's up there. Like he's on. He's um. You know, sometimes he goes on and on, on and off my list, top ten list. You know, I think top five is not really fair to ha- like to do those lists anymore like they got so many dope rappers so many things that factor in you know they have you know hip hop is a is a culture it's a big culture where you have christian rap you have boom bap rap you have even certain certain type of music now like auto tune drill all that stuff and it's then that's part of hip hop i don't really care what anyone says. That's part of hip-hop, you know what I'm saying? Because we got to think about, you know, the origin, but things have changed. Now, regardless of whether, you know, you have guys like Slick Rick, Rakim, Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Snoop, who was all, like, making music just to, you know, just for the people in their neighborhoods and et cetera, et cetera, it has transcended. So, for whatever reason, for whatever reason why... And how hip-hop became this big entire community entity that it is just sub-genre. You know what I'm saying? I was in a club and I was in a in a room just the other night in Clubhouse. And this was a guy, he was talking about how boom, bap, rap and hip-hop is different. And, you know, he was, you know, trying to, you know, make his point. And I respect that point. But I disagree, you know, and I ask, you know, how do we, what are we supposed to do? Like, if you have these artists, these boom bap rappers, artists like LL and J and, you know, Cube who, who um, you know, KRS-One or whatnot, how do we tell them that, hey, y'all are not hip-hop legends, y'all are boom bap legends. And it's like, you know, he didn't want to really get into it. Like, he ain't trying to make people feel the way. So it's like, hey, we can't. You know, we can't do that then. We have to acknowledge things. You know, boom bap is part of hip-hop as well. You know, because hip-hop is pop now, that doesn't mean that it isn't hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you know, you have Christian rap, Christian hip-hop, who I still feel is part 
of the culture because you have guys like Lecrae and have guys like Swoop and have guys like, you know, The Truth and all these other guys, KB, NF, who are part of the hip-hop culture, but it's a different type of community. See what I'm saying? Like battle rap. Like battle rap is hip-hop. That's part of the, you know, the um, MCing. And you have to acknowledge that. Or at least I do. So, I mean, you can say what you want to say, but, like, that's just my stance on it. We can all have our opinion, but I'm going to stand on that. Like, for me, I don't care if you do music. I don't care if you rap. I don't care if you're a producer. You know, I'm a consumer, and I'm not going to say the customer's always right. Forget that. But I will say that I have a say-so. And to say, you know, hey, I feel like this is this, and that's that because of how it makes me feel and because I do contribute somewhat to the culture as a listener, as a supporter, as a fan, and even someone who actually do do things, I feel like I have that right to say, hey, this is that. Because I know how artists are, abandoned artists, you know, we're sensitive about our shit, as Eric Badu would say, you know, so it's just a lot. And again, um, you know, another thing, you know, we have many other platforms now, you know, we have TikTok, which has been a great marketing tool for artists, for rappers, um, and hey, now and it's like, hey, there's no reason. And I think that's the thing that really upsets a lot of the old hip hop heads, hip hop fans, because maybe their their generation, you know, of the eighties and early nineties, you know, you know, they're not on the forefront anymore. Like I don't like it personally. How we have a lot of these um, artists that's kind of like saying, okay, yeah, you can, you got to make a record and stuff because that's all part of hip hop codes. That's all part of music. Um, I don't like it neither myself, but there are some guys who I do listen to that, you know, aren't, I wouldn't say is, you know, your typical boom bap, you know, artist. You know, I listen to Lil Dirk. You know, I listen to, you know, um, God damn, I listen to, you know, Kid Cudi and I listen to Big Sean and I listen to, you know, Kendrick Cole, Drake. And a lot of these guys may be, can, can be considered boom bap too, but just a newer generation. I'm not going to go as far and say that they're, you know, you know, some of the top five. Of all time, but they can be the top five now. Some of these guys can be the top five now because time is timeless. And I think we have to take that into account. Me as a fan, I say, you know, it's going to change. It can change every week. But as an artist myself, you know, it's just like, man, everybody has different goals. You know, I just want to be heard. I'd rather be heard than seen. So, you know, um, you know, I have so much thing that I'm doing 
not just music, that I can't listen and subscribe to everything. You know what I'm saying? Like I have, like we have to acknowledge this because I will be this. And again, this is in the blood podcast. It's unconditional, unsolicited, un and uh, like just un. My my views are my views. Shout out to KRS One. Shout out to KRS One. Shout out to Slick Rare. Shout out to Rakim. Shout out to Big Daddy Kane. Kumo D, couch, shout out to all these guys, shout out to all these pioneers. But I'ma keep it a hundred with y'all. They 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 are not on, you know, my top five. I mean, I know a lot of older guys, maybe like in their forties, maybe even late thirties, they would probably do it because they're in that generation and they're stuck in that generation, and that's fine. But it's the reason why I mentioned this is because I noticed how people get so butthurt when we don't put certain guys in our top five. And that's why I say top five sometimes might be too short. Top 10 might be good. Top 10 is good. Having a top 50 and top 20, I don't know. I think it, I think it's good to have a top five, top 10, and top 15. But like I said, again, it's a lot. And it's okay for it to change, you know. This is just, it's just good to discuss. But like I said, um, the pioneers, you know, they're not on in my top five. I don't know if they ever were. I mean, LL was, you know, on my in my top five. But like I said again, I think the music, the music changed so much, and certain musics don't, you know, it. It's all moment. Think everything is momentarily. You know, let me slow it down. Let me slow it down a little bit. Because I noticed that I'm, you know, talking a little bit fast, but I don't want to go too slow. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, like so I was looking at um, my Double XL magazine that I just bought with the, the 2021 freshman class. And I realized just how far hip hop came. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. trying to remember when the first hip hop freshman class came out in double XL because that's another another magazine that was almost like okay this was you had the source you had vibe and then you had double XL which kind of became like to me that became like that was that was my magazine. That was it right there for me. And I'm trying to remember, like, when they first started doing it. Um, shoot, what year was it? The year. I'm sitting here trying to look it up. Because. I know as a hip hop fan that's important, you know, let's find out who the next big artists are. Let's find out you know what you know, let's find out <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Let, let me let me let me 
Let me look this up. Because I think, I want to say it started with Wale. And Kid Cudi. I want to say that. I want to say that's where it started at. And it might have, and it might have started there. It might have. Um, man, it's so much. Oh, yeah, I think it started there. I think it started there with Wale, Astaroth, B.O.B. And Charlie Hamilton. I think, man, this is the thing sometimes I hate looking up. But my point is this, right? So much has so much had come. So no 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 twenty twenty two thousand seven. So 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 far we've come. So far we have come to it's like we're almost like we're not even at the peak. You know, hip-hop isn't even at its peak, and it's 48 years old. Now, like, it might be the youngest genre. Maybe it isn't the youngest genre, but it is the most popular. And, you know, when I look, I'm look at this, like, 2007. Okay, that was, what, 14 years ago. You had Saigon, Plies, Rich Boy, Gorilla Zoe, Joel Ortiz, Lupe, Love Boozy, Crooked Eye, Papoose, and Young Dro. Probably about half of these guys are still relevant. Probably a little bit more than half are still making music. And maybe 95% of them like I don't know, like I don't know if Rich Boy's still making music, but like I said, there you know these guys are still around. And then you have 2009's class: Wale, Bob, Charles Hamilton, Addison Roth, Corey Guns, Blue, Mickey Fax, Ace Hood, Currency, and Kid Cudi. And I want to talk about that list. That list might be one of the lists that that one in 2010. Maybe matter of fact, no. A lot of these, a lot of these lists, people are still doing it. But 2009, Wale still consistently dropping dope music. Bob still dropping, um, releasing dope music. Charles Hamilton, I'm not sure. Ashton Roth, I think he's still dropping music. Corey Gunn, I think he's still dropping music. Blue, I don't know. Mickey Fax just released. He he's consistent with his music, and he just did a this song towards Royce. Ace Hood still dropping and releasing consecutive dope music. Currency the same. Kid Cudi the same. Now, the whole thing with Mickey Fax and Royce and Lupe, that's what hip-hop's been waiting on. Bars versus bars. You know, we have, we have a number of hip-hop battles on wax throughout history. You know, we had 
Um, man, I don't know. We can look at a beef tape, but I, like I said, this isn't a history lesson. It's just certain things I want to point out. So, Lupe. Underrated to me. Probably one of the, one of the most underrated. You know, along with Kiss and Fab and all them. But I think, you know, this Lupe, Royce, Mickey Fax, back and forth battle. I don't know how long it's going to last, but it was... This was something I was like, oh, I was waiting on. Like, I wasn't too... I'm not too all the way familiar with Mickey Fax. But Lupe and Royce, I am. This is like, man, this is like a dream. This was like a dream. I wanted to... I want to see more. I don't want nothing to get violent, but, you know, bar for bar, I want to see, you know... I want to see that exchange. Now, I think Royce said he wasn't going to drop anything else, but it's still good to see, you know what I'm saying? But this is the culture, you know? This is part of MCing. You know what I mean? So... I do also what I could mention again with the double XL freshman classes. Like I said, it's been going on, you know, from two thousand seven to to now. And I think they might have skipped a year, but you have guys that was part of the freshman class from the very beginning still out here. Like I said, Crooked, Lupe, Papoose. Wale, Ace Hood, you know, all these guys. And then you have new artists as it comes, as you can see how the, if you look at it and you look at the years and notice how, look, look at this music. Like, I'm going to go to, let me look and go to 2016. Little Uzi Vert. Little Yachty, Kodak Black, D Denzel Curry, G Herbo, Dave East, Little Dicky, Anderson Pack, Designer, 21 Savage. You see the mixture there? The mixture in there, like, you know, you have the new generation now. Like I said, you have the Little Uzis and Little Yachty's, and then you have Dave East and Anderson Pack. That's a big difference from when you've seen, you know, Wale, B.O.B., and Charles Hamilton. I think the only other, you know, the only other class outside of that class that was probably the best class is probably the 2011 when they had the Meek, the Big Crit, Sci High, Lil Twist, uh, Yellow with uh, Rest in Peace, Fred the Godson, Rest in Peace, Mac Miller, YG, Lil B, Kendrick and Diggy. Cole was in the 2010 class with Freddie Gibbs and Nipsey Hussle. Rest in peace and Big Shine and Wiz. But aside from that, like I said, I don't want to get too far into the history of uh, hip-hop, but, you know, artists... You know, the culture's changing. The world is changing. So, you know, we have to, we have to make room. It doesn't matter... Who you know. A lot of these artists you might not know. But they have some type of recognition. To even be on a magazine. Maybe. They, I mean sure. Maybe there's payola. Maybe there's. You know somebody have connections. But hey that's that's the business. But um. What's it been you know. Hip hop's birthday. I can't mention hip hop. 
without mentioning Def Jam. You know, one of the biggest record labels in hip-hop. To me, I know now like Atlantic, you know, has some has some artists and you know it's just again coming up from in that era of the nineties. Like I meant said again, house party, you know, boys in the hood, ride. You know, there's also other things like, you know, we have Death Comedy Jam. That was a hip hop show, a hip hop comedy show, I would say, with Martin, Chris Rock, um, who else that was hosting it? Um D- I think DL hosted it or DL Healy hosted Comic View. But you know, th- this is this is my hip hop. You know, okay, I, I don't wanna knock anybody else's generation, you know, y'all can keep the you know the you know the um the seventies and eighties hip hop where it was just strictly beatboxing and ciphering and all that stuff, you know, KRS ones and you know Kumo D's, you know, I love those guys for as pioneers. But you know, for me, you know, like I said, I'm I'm that balance being. My generation, you know, where the fifty cents, the fabulous, the the Drake's Wayne's Wale's, all that stuff, that's the balance beam right there. Like I think from like I said, from ninety six to two thousand and damn ten or eleven, that's the balance beam. So for like fifteen years is that fifteen year gap. You know, from 96 to 2011. So, that's my area. That's my area right there. That's my area. That's where I came up listening to. And I just want people to know that hip-hop Hip-hop is a culture. Hip-hop is a community. Hip-hop is a religion. Hip-hop is a space for any type of subgenre. Not any type of subgenre, but like I said, you have drill, have mumble rap, have dang, what is it, ringtone rapping, you know, where the Soldier Boys era and all that stuff. All that stuff, like, but I, but I just wanted to point that out. I just wanted to say that again. You know the elements of hip hop comes from MCing, breaking, graffiti, beatboxing, DJing. I mean, yeah. Now a lot of the, I mean, there's still DJs out there like DJ slash producers, MC slash singers, rappers, breaking, and you know that can be anything from head spins, spinner roonies, and just doing jumping jacks or something. I don't know. And graffiti is more so just the art. Like I said, house party. Full force. Know what I'm saying? So, happy birthday, hip hop. And, you know, there, there's, 
there's certain things there's certain albums that are classics certain albums that people say are classics but are not but I'm not to say but everybody has I don't know like I said people have their own definition and they say this stands the test of time I know we have right now the number one artist in the game right now is Drake and you know with Drake you know we're waiting for Ye's album Nas just dropped an album which was phenomenal to me you know Lauren dropped the bar dropped some bars she explained you know her lateness and you know and you know what let me let me let me just King Disease 2 was dope I don't want to, I don't want to get audited, right? But, there was something that Lauren Hill said. And if you heard it, I'm sure you're going to shut up about it now. You know? And, she has said, I'm saving souls and y'all complaining about my lateness. Now it's legal for someone to walk in greatness. They want the same shit. They want the same shit. But they don't take risks. Now the world will get its own reflection. And I'm just leave it there. Lauren... Even though I feel like she like her album Miss Other Case and Lauren Hill definitely had more singing and rapping, but even though she was part of the Fuji's dropped a couple albums, dropped a classic album of her own, to me. She raised, she put, she set the bar so high. A lot of people are, you know, a lot of people don't even want to take her off the best female MC list. She would be, regardless of whether she's a woman or not, she's one of the greats. But I think because, again, that nostalgia feel, Nikki done sold more records than her. You know, Rhapsody is, you know, like the, I would say the second coming of Lauren, but I don't know. I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there on that, but I just feel like there's enough people up here. There's enough people out here doing, making great music to, you know, consider Lauren and Andre 3000, you know, top five or top ten. But again, that's just my opinion. You know, I've been up here for 40 minutes talking. 
about hip hop and what it's done to me, what it's done for me, what it means to me. Hip hop has saved my life. I think there was a time in my life where I didn't know what I was doing. I still sometimes don't. But but you know, sometimes hip like hip hop kept me in the house. Hip hop kept me from being out there in the streets. Thank you, Nas. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Kanye. Thank you, 50 Cent. No, thank you, L, because there's there's certain things that we can learn when listening to hip-hop. And we have the movies to show us, to teach. I think there's a teachable moment when you watch these movies. Like, everybody want to be up here internet banging. Everybody want to be out here in the streets, be blood, be cripping, doing all this gangster shit and stuff, having a gangster party, West Coast, and all that stuff. But it's like, look at these movies. A lot of these hood movies are written and produced by the artists. Artists who lived it. Artists who experienced it. I am okay being in the house watching the movies. I don't have to be out here living that life. Like I said, I was born in a Christian household, but as I became my own man and decided to, you know, venture off and not just listen to Michael Jackson and, you know, listening to R&B. So, like, I never really been, like, listening to, like, gospel, but I listened to gospel um, and Christian hip-hop and stuff, but... Those stories, like I said, that's that's what makes it. That's what hip hop does to me. It tells stories that I can resonate with, in a sense of, oh, I seen this happen too, or yes, I don't want this to happen. So it's sometimes we have this fantasy that you know, hey, we want to be down so bad, you know, we we gonna watch these movies. Game said it in the album. You know, you think you think you watch Menace a couple times, press rewind, that you know about this gang life. You know, yeah, you got gang Snoop, you know, YG, like all these former gang members or whatever, bangers or whatnot, and they got out of it. For whatever reason they joined it, whatever reason I understand, but it's like as a fan, as a consumer, someone who's who has street smarts. But not in the streets can know be like, I right, look, I don't wanna sit here and do twenty to life or something that could be handled. Like if somebody step on my shoes, say excuse me. If I step on your shoes, excuse me. There's people out here that did, literally died, got killed and drive bys, got beat down, jumped, got had a had a chick, set them up, all this stuff happened. I had experienced certain things. No people that experienced certain things. And then when they listen to this music, they really want to really be down. They really want to be gangster. And I'm going to tell you something. This is me, Blair. Your cancer care bear. I'm outside. I am outside. But I'm not in the streets. But I'm outside observing, watching. No, trying to be a father, trying to stand on my own, trying to make a way for my family, for myself, 
And I done seen some things. Being down, being partying and stuff all the time is cool, but it's like you can't you can't be out here being reckless. Just think about, you know, rest in peace to Nipsey. Nipsey Huss. Just think about him. Think about someone who was trying to and who was changing his community, changing the changing trying to make his state, his home state, a California better place. Trying to make something out here, trying to make it happen. Making it happen. And despite whether he was banging in his past or whatnot, you know, this guy was a rapper who made his made a better life for himself and his family. And he got gunned down. He got shot down dead. Rest in peace to him. May he forever be. I got a playlist of him. You know, y'all can go to my Apple Music playlist. Neighborhood Nip. But. He wasn't doing nothing. So just imagine about the people who do be doing something. Imagine somebody who's out here still slanging, still banging, still just living reckless and doing it because they feel they got to do it. And I'm not here to say that, you know, to judge anyone, but just it, like if you ain't about that life, you know, you don't you don't, don't try to be about that life. Because remember, in the end, you are who you pretend to be because we are not just who we say and think we are. We are how people perceive us. And part of that is how you conduct yourself. Happy birthday, hip-hop. Long live hip-hop. At this moment. In 2021. My top five. Because like I said, it shifts. My top five right now. Still. No. I'm going to put Drake up there. Fight me. Drake, Jay, Nas. I'll put Lupe up there. Fight me. Who gets that number five spot? Since they had such a dope album. Cole, right now at this moment. Maybe Jay ain't drop an album this year. Maybe Lupe ain't drop an album this year. But like I said, they just release stuff and they always it's always shifting. You know, I can go on and on, and we need to give Fat Joe his flowers, cause I think people don't really recognize his beat selection. You know, he made like Rick Ross probably got a dope beat pit, like one of the one of my favorite beat selectors in the game. But Fat Joe, he he needs his flowers too. R.P. Big Pun. You know, like I said, put respect on my boy Ace Hood name. You know, this dude, he's been consistent. And I guess because he's not, you know, he's no longer, you know, mainstream. Well, he's still mainstream, but he's not on the forefront like the Coles and the Drakes and stuff. You know, people sleep on. Shout out to Ace Hood. You know, he needs his flowers. You know? Shout out to Swiss and Timberland. You know, they're doing it for the for the culture right now with the verses. You know, they bringing some dope, you know, dope battles together. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Smack. 
doing it for the battle rap community on caffeine. You know, shout out to shout out to Nicki Minaj. Shout out to shout out to Eve and Trina. They just did one recently. You know, to see people people forget that you know we have some female MCs out here that's killing it. And it, whether y'all want to call Trina MC or not, she's been consistent. Eve been been you know on low, but you know she got some records. Queen Latifah out here doing another rapper turn actress, also singer. She's she's not like I love Queen Latifah, you know. But like I said, um, I can name so many other artists, man. Shout out to NF. Shout out to John Keith. Shout out to D One. You know, I was just at a show uh, two months ago, I think, when I was leaving my training for HVAC school, I got kicked off for failing. And, um, my brother was picking me up and he, you know, I was blessed enough that he allowed me to go to the show. That was kind of like my, not my first concert, but that was a big concert for, uh, the Christian hip hop community. And, you know, we had to try to separate, like not separate those, man, because they're still part of hip hop. But I understand, you know, people want to have, you know, they have their taste, but uh, yeah, man, John Keith, D One, Swoop, no big deal. Um, the truth. Uh, Jared Sanders. Um, there was, like you know, there, there's so many, a lot of a lot of artists in that um. Domination. You know, in Richmond, Virginia, which next year I'm hoping to uh. Make it to that one as well. So shout out to um, Corey, um, Ghost Goss, but um, yeah, I want to. I Man, I can go all day when it comes to this. I can talk all day. I can debate all day. But I think, I is there anything else? You know, I gave y'all my top five. I sent my respects to the pioneers. Discuss the five elements. I don't know because this was kind of like a last minute. I I realized that okay today was the birthday. I didn't drop a podcast in a while. I need to need to put myself back out there. I want to try to make. I want to try to get back to having an episode a week. It gets hard sometimes. But that's part of the brand, you know, so. But yeah, man, like we need to. We need to allow ourselves to. Venture off and to listen to different things. Hip hop is number one in the in the world. Someone's always like, we're, you know, we're like. I don't want to say we're the youngest but we have done so much, you know. You you can't listen, you can't go, you can't watch Holly, no movie, no show, of all at least hearing an artist from the culture on it. You know, we don't we're not lo, we're no longer on BET, just BET. We're no longer just on MTV. All the music channels and all that stuff. We're we're past that now. 
So we have to we have to be able to make space to accept new things. Me as a fan, me as an artist, writer, I just want to see the culture grow even more. I don't mind if we make different sub um sub genres in you know in hip hop, but I do want you know more unity. We may have enough unity. Well, we may have not enough unity, but we we need to have a balance because again, I'm gonna keep it keep it a stack. Sometimes that battle element is good for the culture. It kind of helps people step their pin game up. You know, it motivates people to kind of get better, not because it's like, hey, we about to we about to square off and do something, but this is what it is. This is what it's about. It is about that culture. It's about that life. It's about elevating. So, you know, that's all I have. And, you know, like I said, Nas, man, his album dope. Can disease too. You know, um, I know everybody's like saying Jay-Z is the greatest, yeah, but just, but to me, this is my thing. Maybe without Nas. Maybe without Nas. Jay wouldn't be as great. Because Jay was already great before. They was doing that back and forth. But. And even though a lot of people believe. That Ether beat TakeOver. I think they're kind of like the. Yin and the Yang of the game. They cool now, but I think, you know, we need Jay and we need Nas. Both of them conscious guys, but I think Jay is more, he's more of the, like, I ain't going to say materialistic, but, you know, Nas has, he he's, he he's, it's, it's different things that he raps about. To me, from what I hear. So, I just, I just really feel, I really want to play this song, but I really don't want, I really don't know what that will do for the episode because I do not own the rights to any of this music. But again, blessed ones, that is all I have. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe. I am on all streaming platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcasts. I always get that wrong. My last episode, episode 26, was on exclusively on SoundCloud because I did it from my phone. But again, share this. Tell your friend. Tell a friend. Even if you don't subscribe, even if you don't like it, just share it. Because, again, you could be taken away from somebody you might know who might be interested. So, bless one, like I say all the time, stay safe, stay positive, productive, and prosperous. This is Blair, your cancer care bear, and I'm out. One.